All right. Thanks for joining in again. And today we're going to read the general observations of Chanakya. He says, even the wise suffer grief by preaching a dunge pupil, supporting a vile woman and associating themselves with a melancholic person. Of course, one may sympathize with them, but association with them is imprudent. Wicked wife, roguish friend, imprudent servant, and stay in a snake-infected house cause death. There is no doubt about it, since all the conditions are self-evident. They do not need separate explanations. No one ever see or hear about the golden doe, nor it was ever created. Still, behold the craving of Raghunandan. Indeed, one's wisdom fails at the onset of evil days. Chanakya expresses wonder that how Lord Ram could be lured by that golden doe for which Sita forced him to go and get it for herself when no such doe was ever created, seen or heard about by anyone. Regrettably, he says that indeed the onset of evil days is heralded by the failure of one's common sense or wisdom. This last phrase, phrase Vinash Kale Viparit Buddhi is one of the most quoted expressions even in modern times. There are many a bondage, but that of love is entirely different. The black bee, which penetrates through even woods, gets inertly enclosed in the fold of a lotus flower. This again is very poetic observation of supreme order. Chanakya says that love mellows down the beloved. The black bee capable of penetrating through a hard to a material as hard as wood lovingly allows itself to be enclosed in the soft petals of the lotus. Indeed, the bond of love is unique. The self-needed garland of flowers, the self-rubbed sandalwood, the paste, and the self-created strotra denude even the chief of the gods, Indra of graceful charm. One would never wear a garland made by oneself and should never apply sandal paste rubbed by oneself as doing so takes away the charm. Similarly, one should never sing the self-created hymn. This observation stresses the obvious. In other words, it expresses the same feeling that self-praise is no recommendation. One who is attached to the home does not get knowledge or education. Meat eaters are not merciful. Greedy are not veridical and effeminates are not pure. Those who do not wish to get out of their homes cannot hope to be wise because they restrict their life to the confines of the home. It is believed that knowledge is exposure to life. If one doesn't expose oneself, how he is likely to become wise? 
the variety of experience adds to one's knowledge obviously a homing pigeon type of a man cannot be learned and knowledgeable it is generally believed that those who eat meat have a killer's urge which drives their sense of mercy similarly a greedy man cannot view anything with impartiality naturally he would not be truthful an effeminate man lacks a lacks firmness and will such boneless persons are ready for any compromise and a compromising person can accept compromise at any level whether physical or mental purity whether mental or physical is maintained by a firm adherence of certain principles here an effeminate person doesn't literally mean a man behaving as a woman but someone with a very weak will who doesn't grow arrogant by coming in riches what could indulgent in the indulgence in the sensual pleasures end one's grief whose heart has not been broken by women who could win the king's favor forever who didn't bear the evil glance of time which beggar could ever command regret regard who is that person who could return safely after being trapped in the wickedness of the wild this observation in the form of query stress the opposite of who doesn't grow arrogant means riches like the receiver go arrogant certainly chanakya shared the inbuilt pre- prejudice against women commonly prevalent in the ancient times and hence the observation whose heart has not been broken by women the royal favors are proverbially fickle no king could be favorable to anyone for long the rest of the observations are self evident invitation for a feast heralds the onset of a festival for a brahman sprouting of a fresh grass for a cow arrival of a husband from a foreign strand for a wife and oh krishna my festival is war that is of the brave the war heralds the onset of a festival many tiny beings when combined vanquish even a big enemy the collective strength of infinitesimal straws prevent even the fierce rain water from passing through them chanakya says that unity given us has given us big strength and helps us defeat even bigger adversaries a mere trickle of tiny drops of water can fill a pitcher same way we must keep collecting knowledge dharma and money we should not neglect even the tiniest fraction of useful knowledge whose treasure become great when collected even in bits the same way we must go on accruing merit by upholding our religious or moral tenets and by being fair to all this is how we must go on collecting the wealth and riches it is these tiny trickle which eventually become the massive reservoirs 
all beings have left are leaving and shall leave this world totally dissatisfied with whatever they have received and receiving and shall receive in all forms of wealth life women and food charitable disposition sweet tongue patience and proper wisdom according to the demands of the equation are the inborn properties of a person which cannot be cultivated by practice charity patience world wiseness and natural are natural qualities and they can't be inculcated by any amount of practice one shouldn't stay at a place where there's no no set moneyed man to dole out money if the need be a scholar well versed in vedas to clear any confusion regarding what one should do and what one shouldn't a king or someone in authority to enforce law and order a vaidya or physician to help one in case of any ailment and a river to meet one's need for water even for a day where there is no possibility of earning one's livelihood where people be devoid of fear shame charity magnanimity one should not have any attachment for such five places one should not think of dwelling at such places the fear here referred to for the fear of social norms or the law in whose absence people invariably glow, grow anarchic and delinquent and other points are self evident one shouldn't eat at a place where one may not receive respect of the people where there may not be any possibility of earning one's livelihood where one may not have any close relation living already there and where there may not be any chance of enhancing one's knowledge or getting good education he who forgoes the the certain for the uncertain has his certain also destroyed the uncertain even otherwise would be destroyed on its own one in hand is better than two in the bush shun a friend speaking fair on the face but acting foul in the absence like a pitcher filled with venom but having milk at the opening it means shun contact with the insincere friend who does not who does good only to hoodwink you for such a friend is no friend at all rivers weapon wielders having weapons in their hands animals with horns and paws women and members of the royal family should never be taken for granted one should never attempt to cross the river without assessing its depth and width its current strength etc similarly those having a weapon in their hand should never be taken for granted for even the slightest suggestion of provocation is enough to make them use their weapon he has no preparation to make the weapon is already in the hand the same is true with animals with horn and paws lastly women and royal personages are fickle by nature
Hence, one can't be sure about their behavior. Those who take those these for granted suffer the adverse consequences. Never trust even a good friend, let alone a wild one. For in anger, your friend can expose your secrets out of vengeance. Prudence lies not in disclosing to any friend the following secret. Loss of one's wealth, some personal tragedy, suspicion on wife's conduct, mean outpourings of a wild person, and personal ignominy. This observation is actually the continuation of the earlier one. In this, Chanakya spells out the secrets that shouldn't be disclosed to anyone, for their disclosure would add to one's distress and discomfort without providing any relief whatsoever. One should never leak out one's well-thought-out intentions, determinations, and one should be jealously guarded like some secret mantra. The implementation of them should also be achieved without any fanfare and total secrecy to ensure their successful accomplishment. Immature exposure of one's intention often brings failure in its trail. If one has deliberated well on doing some particular job, it is only the total secrecy which ensures one's applying one's full potential in implementing them successfully. Excessive affection breeds flaws and admonition good admonition good qualities. Hence, one's sons and disciples need more of admonition and less of affection. <coughs> the remainder of water after washing one's feet, drinking to one's need, and after completing the Sandhya worship worship conducted in the morning and evening during the transitional phase of the night to the day and vice versa should never be consumed as it is an aboresome as the urine of a dog if one drinks it one must perform a fast of chandrayaan Never pass through between the two Brahmins, between fire and a Brahmin, between master and the servant, between the husband and a wife, and between plough and the bullocks. Never touch fire, the guru, Brahmin and cow, maiden, girl, and the old people and the kids. It is ill-mannerly to do so. One repents after committing a mistake, but if one gets such a wisdom before committing a mistake, one's progress cannot be stalled. Sacrifice a person for the sake of family, a family for a village and a village for the stage, but the self, but for the self, the entire world. Protect riches, money, at the time of distress but protect wife more than money and oneself more than riches and wife the servant is tested when he is sent on an important mission the kith and kin are tested in one's own distress a friend at the hour of need or emergency 
and the wife when one loses one's wealth. He who has intelligence has power, for how can a fool has any power? A rabbit is capable of slaying even a charged lion in the jungle. Despite being of a massive body, an elephant is controlled by the goad. Does that make a goad as powerful as an elephant? A lamp, when kindled, removes darkness. Does that make a lamp equal to darkness? The blows of a thunderbolt breaks the mountain into pieces. Does that make a thunderbolt as big as a mountain? No, that which has a brilliance has the power. For physical massiveness does not matter. The power of the Brahmanas is knowledge of the king of army, of the king his army, of the trader class their wealth, and of the menial class their serviceability. The mighty armed king is powerful, and power of the Brahmins lies in their capacity to realize Brahman. And beauty, youth, comeliness constitute the power of the ladies. The fount of a woman's strength lies naturally in her beauteous form, wealthful appearance, and sweet, comely man- mannerism. One should never be too simple. If one goes to the jungle, one beholds that the simple, straight trees have been cut. But those which grow in a haphazard manner are spared. The excessive beauty caused Sita to be eloped. The excessive arrogance caused Ravan's slaughter. An excessive charitable disposition causes King Bali to be duped. Hence, excess is banned everywhere. Enterprise vanishes poverty. Poverty and chanting of mantra or God's name dissipates sin. Silence ends embroilment and awakening removes fear. He who manages to escape from riots or scuffles, from the serve drought and from the evil company survives, meaning that no one should stay at such places where riots, scuffles, severe drought, or evil company be disturbing the area. One should be apprehensive of the cause of fear till it is far off, but when it comes close, fight it undaunted. Deal with the powerful enemy by trying to win its favor as part of strategy. With the wicked enemy by going away and with enemy of matching power by being submissive or aggressive as a situation may demand. Direct opposition of the enemy will cause sure defeat. In that case, it is always prudent to avoid direct confrontation. Trying to win favor means keeping firm, keeping him confused about your intention. If the enemy is wicked, you never know who might be who he might be up to. It is always better to avoid him and seize our opportunity to smash him in the least possible blows. It is better not to have a king than have a king who is a tyrant. 
Not to have a friend than than to have a wicked friend. Not to have a wife than have an unfaithful wife. How can the subjects be happy in the rule of a tyrant king? How can one get un How can get one get happiness in the company of a wicked friend? How can one enjoy domestic bliss with an unfaithful wife? How can one renounce How can one earn renown by by teaching a bad disciple? The brahmanas leave their host by getting the honorarium. The disciple leave their teacher after receiving education. The beast leave the jungle when the fire breaks out there. The prostitute deserts the poor customer. The subjects desert a powerless king. the same way the birds desert as a fruitless tree and the guest deserts the host house after having his food one should step forward after fully viewing the path drink water after straining it through clean cloths talk in conformity with the scriptural dictates and act according to what one's conscience allows god's noble persons and father are pleased by one's behavior other kith and kin by enjoying food and drink together and the scholars by the sweet speech lack of practice makes the learning a poison indigestion makes food poison conferences Read venom for the poor and young woman is poisonous for an old man. A hermit is no authority on any subject. One who is not lecherous doesn't need to decorate oneself. The scholar seldom speaks sweetly. and the straightforward outspoken man is never a thug clouds are the best water self strength is the best power eyes are the best light and cereal is the best desired object whose family is blemishless who is not troubled by diseases who doesn't suffer grief and who is perpetually happy the king suffers the consequences of the sin committed by a nation the king's sins are suffered by his priest and the wife's sins are suffered by the husband and that of the disciple by the guru he whose wrath causes no fear and happiness gives no money who who neither can punish anyone nor show his favor the anger of such a person is of no consequence what is that which the poets do not see what is that which the women cannot do what is that which the drunkards do not babble and what is which is not eaten by the crows poets in their imagination can reach everywhere 
Hence, nothing is left unseen by them, figuratively. Women are capable of doing the most powerful and the meanest deed possible. Hence, no holes are barred for them. A drunkard can mouth the filthiest abuse, and for them also there is no limit on either side. Similarly, the crowds do not make any distinction in their choice of food and can devour even the dirtiest object. A born blind man cannot see anything. The persons blinded by their sexual desire or sozzled with intoxication cannot see anything. Similarly, a man blinded by his need cannot perceive any flaw in the desired object. The powerless man takes to saffron rose. A pauper takes the vow to, of celibacy. A diseased man, a diseased man, becomes an ardent devotee of God. And an old woman adheres to the most pious wifely vows, meaning all seek these positions in their utter helplessness when they have no other alternative. This bee used to dwell other dwell dwell among the lotus petal and survived on imbibing the sap of the flowers. For some reason it had come to the foreign strand and now it regards a great gift to even the juice of the Puruj flower. Even if the snake be non-poisonous, it must spread its hood to the full. Whether it contains poison or not, it must spread its hood to, to frighten the people. Give up the faith devoid of compassion, the guru devoid of knowledge, the irascible wife and relations devoid of affection. The trees growing on the bank of a river, the woman staying in someone else's house and the king denuded of, cab of the cabinet ministers perishes soon. A man recklessly spendthrift, shelterless, cantankerous, coveting for women of every caste indiscriminately soon perishes. Callous lethargy destroys knowledge. Others hold on your money soon destroys it for you. The field is destroyed by the lack of seed and the army is destroyed by the absence of a commander. Charity destroys poverty, right demeanor destroys distress, truth-bearing wisdom destroys ignorance, and the determined feeling destroys fear. I'll stop here for today. Thanks for listening in.